News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. There is now a huge fresh interest in the Irish tongue, and here is a golden opportunity to capitalise on that trend by scrapping compulsory Irish. So wrote Brenda Power, columnist with both the Sunday Times and the Daily Mail, who joins us now along with Julian Despawn, uh, General Secretary of Cúnna Gaeilge. Brenda, why do you think we should now look at scrapping compulsory Irish? Because, Shane, it is clearly a failed experiment. And take Paul Meskel as a classic example. There's a young lad, not long out of his leave insert, I would say, bright fella, almost certainly did higher level Irish. Three sentences in, of kind of Tamami Sakishton, this Motlum Cockamillish level Irish, he is out of his comfort zone. I mean, is that not the proof you need that forcing Irish down children's necks from the age of four in the way it's taught? And that is the crucial point in the way it is currently taught has failed. I couldn't, I couldn't have spoken as many sentences as he has. And the interesting thing is, you know, and I watched Colleen Kuhn. Yes, with the subtitles. But I was astonished of, about how much of that I could actually have understood. Would I have felt confident trying to watch without it? Not a million years. Would I have felt confident trying to speak to somebody in Irish, even with that level of Irish? Not at all. So, I mean, you don't learn a language by being handed a picture book at the age of four. You learn it by immersion. So as far as I'm concerned, the way to teach Irish, and I really genuinely believe this, and I think it's doing it the language an awful disservice to teach it the way it did the way it's done at the moment, because certainly people of my generation ended up really disliking it and really feeling sort of almost post-traumatic stress when you were ever faced with an Irish speaker again because of the way we taught it, Peg being the, the, the main culprit. But it's not just that. I mean, the way you learn a language is immersion. You learn a language by hearing it being spoken okay, all when right. you're a child. Julian Despond, how about that? Well, I have to say, I was amazed that from such a positive news story that, um, you know, the idea of um, compulsion came up again. And what we've always said, that Irish should be a core leading subject, because if you were to change that, it would be very difficult for students in the future actually to do Irish. So, for example, in their schools, if someone wants to do medicine, they may have to choose between biology and Irish in the future. And we know, if you, and if you, if you talk about a failed experiment, I don't, I don't think that's completely true. I think it actually has worked but it's not working the way it should work so for example if you look in the north of ireland where they don't have irish in the, in the educational system only about seven percent of those in the north would say they have some level of irish whereas in the south it's more than 40 percent and if you don't don't want to take the census figures you can look at the Cantor survey that we've done every year for the last seven years where about 30 percent of the population in the south say that they have uh, that they will be confident in their levels of spoken irish so what paul showed us was that you know, the system does actually work. But if you don't use any language, if you're not using it on a constant basis, it is, you will find it difficult to use that language. You will be rusty when someone asks you a question. So I think what Paul showed that the immersion, and this is where I would agree very much with Brendan, is that the idea of the immersion approach is very central to what we should be doing in, into the future. Okay. And what that means, if we're going to, if we're going to have uh, immersion, then we need more Gaelscone. And that is where there's a huge problem at the moment. All right, how about where that, we're not Brenda? Up new how about that? Let's change the way we teach it rather than ending compulsory Irish. And you, you see what happens in the North where it's not compulsory. Very few people can speak Irish as a result. Yeah. But when you have people say they have, I say 30% or 40% say that they have uh, some level of Irish, 
I mean, that's Tom Ami Sikishton. That's what they're talking about. They're not able to speak it. I mean, you know, we're all going, isn't Paul Meskin amazing? He managed four sentences of Irish. Can you imagine a French person being applauded for being able to speak French? You know, I mean, I think the, the way to go is to incentivize it with maybe extra leaving side points, you know, in the, in the way we do higher level maths. Then you would have people making the decision to study it. But also anything that is done out of compulsion is never actually be going to done be done out of love. It's going to be done because you have to. And for most of us, certainly my generation, the sooner you could get out of the Irish class, the better. I mean, when I did the bar, I had to have a level of Irish. We learned off. We learned off phrases. We learned off sentences. And you passed. That's how you got through. And it was always that level of sort of all you have to do is learn off a number of sentences for the higher level Irish, oral Irish. You know, we've been cutting ourselves all along. uh, Compulsion does not breed a love of the language. I, I wouldn't agree with that. If you look at the surveys, even um, on Irish as a core leaving cert subject, you would see that 60% plus are in favour of it. Only about 20% and below are, are against it. And most of them, well, we've actually looked into that research is why people believe that, the 20%. And most of the ideas or most of the reasons they come up with is that there's no use for the language. But that has changed. There's a huge use for the language now. There's a huge uh, job opportunity there for the language in the future. People who, in the 20% already, um, also don't see that the world of the Irish language that's available to them as well when they when they when they have the, um, the language. So something Brenda pointed out earlier on was that you know that she was able to understand most of them, Colleen Kuhn. If there had been a choice in, in for leaving service and the way that she's talking about there, she probably wouldn't have cho- cho- chosen it. Yeah, but she is Brenda, also talking I, it, about it, it. It did cross my mind when you were making that point, uh, and you've been very honest. And I know you're not anti the Irish language at all, but you probably would have given it up in school if you could and then maybe you wouldn't have understood as much as you did. Well, I don't know would I or not. Had I been taught it in, at an immersion level from, from the age of four, I probably would have stuck with it. And what I'm talking about is I do not believe there should be any such thing as an Irish language textbook for anybody under the age of 10, 12. That should be just spoken Irish. I mean, um, the way I would see it working, Shane, is say, you know, you bring the junior infants in on their first day and the fun stuff is done through Irish. Just natural transition into another language for art, for PE, for playtime or whatever. That's how you teach it. Do away with the books. Get rid of textbooks for children. I know the textbook companies uh, are very powerful, apparently, and they seem to be able to bring out new, new, new texts every year and sell them to yeah, parents. Don't give yeah. any books. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't give out, don't have books. Okay. Just speak it. Speak Julian, it. Speak it. Speak it. Julian, I'll give you the last word. I, I'm guessing you probably yeah. don't necessarily disagree on that particular point, do you? No, I mean the focus should be on oral Irish. No problem with that at all. And I think that should be done. And to be honest. What we should be doing is not looking at the idea of virus as a core even subject. We should be doing what Brendan's talking about, is changing the system from preschool the whole way up to third level. We should l- align it with the European Common Framework for Reference of Language, which basically would mean we focus in on the skills. Why couldn't a student, for example, if we brought in this flexible system, why couldn't a student go the whole way through the system and if they have a learning difficulty when it comes to writing the language, why couldn't they do the leaving cert based on oral Irish? So what I think we need to focus on is changing the system as is. If we do that, then it's going to, that's going to facilitate the students a lot better. There needs to be more immersion, more Gaelskulness. There's a huge campaign in Dublin 2468 in Mayo at the moment to get Gaelskulness, to get second level schools. They can't get them from the department at the moment. They're just denying them that. There's also a partial immersion pilot course going on at the moment to do PE trials in our primary schools. That would be fantastic. So there are many ways we can do this and approach this, but it's trying to give the people the opportunity and be included in learning the language okay. rather than having any exclusionary system where you know students would have to choose between different things and may lose out on Irish because of that. Julian Despont, General Secretary of Cunningham and Gaelge.
Yeah, Brenda Parr, columnist with the Sunday Times and the Daily Mail. Thank you both for talking to News Talk Breakfast. John Moylan and Nathan Roy has been on. Look at Irish music versus Irish language. It flourishes. And why? Because it's elective. Compulsion breeds resentment and lack of engagement. The sooner compulsion stops, the sooner it'll flourish. Um, let us know what you think. 53106 at a cost of 30 cents. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.